Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to the CBS Evening News ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. It's harder to focus than ever these days. Thankfully, C4 has reinvented the energy drink game with C4 Smart Energy, the only energy drink clinically proven to provide enhanced mental focus, containing 200 milligram of natural caffeine, a blend of vitamins and zero sugar. It was formulated to support your well-being and help you feel your best, all while enhancing mental focus. From your brain to your body, C4 Smart Energy does it all, and tastes amazing. Look for Smart Energy in the beverage aisle at your local Kroger, Albertsons, and Safeway grocery stores. C4 Smart Energy. Stay focused. Tonight, Andrew Cuomo could face criminal charges as county prosecutors dig into the evidence from that in-depth, independent sexual harassment investigation. The New York governor still defiant as more members of his own party call on him to resign or be impeached. What we're learning tonight about Cuomo's interactions with a female state trooper assigned to protect him. The Delta variant threat that strain now accounts for nearly all new COVID cases as Florida sets a pandemic hospitalization record. And the CDC warns of more than 2 million new cases over the next month. Plus, President Biden's message to the governors of Florida and Texas. Please help. If you aren't going to help, at least get out of the way. Triumph in Tokyo, a race to remember as Americans duel down the stretch. The joy of victory as a U.S. wrestler makes history. Devastating drought, water trucked in, dirty dishwater used for the garden. One of America's most picturesque towns is taking drastic measures as it dries up. Wildfire explodes, thousands evacuated as California's largest blaze grows overnight. Travel chaos, thousands of people stranded for days and the unruly skies. Why a flight attendant taped this passenger to his seat. Skin cancer breakthrough, could this revolutionary technology be the future of early detection? Scaling back, why former President Obama had to tell hundreds of birthday guests to stay home. And Marathon Mom, why one runner's mere presence at the Olympics is a win for young mothers everywhere. This is the CBS Evening News with Laura O'Donnell, reporting from the nation's capital. Good evening, everyone. Thank you for joining us. Nora is off tonight. I'm Major Garrett. Tonight, New York Governor Andrew Cuomo is holding firm and laying low with no indication he plans to resign despite numerous confirmed allegations of sexual harassment against him. Whether he stays or goes may not be his call for long. CBS News has learned that some New York lawmakers, including fellow Democrats, are ready to start the process of impeaching Cuomo. And he's got more to worry about than just losing his job. 
District attorneys in several New York counties have requested materials from the attorney general's report suggesting Cuomo could face criminal charges. Cuomo is accused of sexually harassing at least 11 women, including staffers and a state trooper. The governor denies all of the allegations, insisting he never touched anyone inappropriately. There is a lot to cover in this fast-moving story. CBS's Nikki Batiste leads us off tonight from New York. Nikki, good evening. Major, good evening. Those four district attorneys are now looking at whether criminal charges against Governor Cuomo are warranted. Legal experts tell us those charges could be forcible touching or sex abuse in the third degree, both misdemeanors. Tonight, Governor Andrew Cuomo is fighting for his political life. My father used to say, God rest his soul, that politics is an ugly business. The embattled three-term governor is flatly rejecting calls from across the political spectrum and his accusers to resign. And New York lawmakers now say they have the votes to impeach. It comes one day after an explosive report by the state attorney general's office concluded that Cuomo sexually harassed at least 11 women, most of whom were current and former New York state employees, by unwelcome touching and suggestive comments. The report details a litany of complaints, including how Cuomo inappropriately touched and kissed a female state trooper he hired into a security detail, even though she didn't meet the required three years of experience with the state police. And in a series of other incidents, Cuomo grabbed a woman identified as executive assistant number one by her private parts, including the butt and the breast. Let me be clear, that never happened. The 63-year-old said his intentions had been misinterpreted and blamed cultural and generational differences. Putting your hand up a woman's shirt and touching their breast is not generational. Among Cuomo's accusers is a former aide, Charlotte Bennett. She spoke to Nora O'Donnell about the governor's response. Publicly, he would rather play dumb. Privately, He knows that he sexually harassed staffers. Now four district attorneys have launched criminal probes, requesting documents from the attorney general's investigation. Another accuser, Lindsay Boylan, said today she plans to sue for retaliatory actions taken by the governor and top aides to discredit her. But the bar remains high for a criminal prosecution. When you're looking at proving a criminal case in a court of law, you are looking at the highest possible bar. It is difficult to get to that final level of getting a conviction. And a prosecutor has to take that into consideration. People familiar with the situation tell CBS News there's an understanding among New York lawmakers that if the governor does not resign by the end of the weekend, they will move quickly to impeach. That process could take about a month. Major? With the political and legal details, Nikki Batiste, thank you. We have breaking news right now on the COVID pandemic. CBS News has confirmed that Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin plans to mandate vaccines for all active duty U.S. troops. This, as the CDC warns, the United States could see more than two million new cases over the next month, fueled by the Delta variant, which now accounts for 93 percent of all COVID cases. CBS's Manuel Bajorcas reports from hard hit South Florida. Florida is setting a pandemic record with more than 12,000 currently hospitalized with COVID-19. The patients are younger, too, with half between the ages of 25 and 55. 91% of COVID patients in this hospital are unvaccinated. I'd imagine when a vaccine started to roll out, you thought that this would be a preventable thing. 
Correct. And it has not. And that is what's causing the spread of the virus. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis blamed the media. You try to fear monger. You try to do this stuff. And when they'll talk about hospitalizations, our hospitals are open for business. They are, but they're strained. Memorial Healthcare plans to put off elective procedures to care for COVID patients. The hospital system is also adding an overflow unit of 266 beds just to handle other patients. Do you see the numbers going down anytime soon? No, I don't. I don't see the numbers going down. Why is that? It's just keep increasing, and and you thought we would have been okay last week, and this week is even higher. It's I don't see it. Florida and Texas lead the nation in new cases. Their governors have pushed back against restrictions, calling them ineffective intrusions. But you aren't going to help at least get out of the way. The people are trying to do the right thing. Republican Governor Asa Hutchinson of Arkansas says he now regrets outlawing mask mandates for schools. Everything has changed now. And yes, in hindsight, I wish uh, that had not become law. Dozen spoke against a proposed mask mandate in St. Louis. 100% of the people that get COVID in St. Louis County survive. Why would we mandate a cover for our faces? But a new poll finds 53% of unvaccinated adults believe the vaccine is a bigger risk than COVID itself, which is not supported by any evidence. 28-year-old Tevin Figueroa is among the vaccine hesitant. Is there a reason why? Uh, not just a personal, just a half and half, not too sure. And I keep on seeing, like... Um, like side effects. For some, the fact that the vaccines have only been approved for emergency use so far has been a sticking point. But the FDA has signaled the Pfizer vaccine could get full approval by the end of the month. Major? Manuel Bohorkas, thank you. We want to turn now to the chaos that air travelers are facing this summer, from unruly passengers to grounded planes. Thousands have been stranded with one airline canceling more than half its flights. More now from CBS's Errol Barnett. Pain from Los Angeles. Horrible experience. To Atlanta and beyond. Thousands left stranded this week as American and Spirit Airlines cancel hundreds of flights, struggling with staffing and other issues. I'm, I'm stuck here. Spirit Airlines customers being hit hardest. 60% of its flights canceled today and more than 1,300 since Sunday. It was actually chaos, really. Alicia Covelli's Monday flight to Boston was one of them. Seven hours in that line, I was finally able to get help. Covelli says two nights at her Fort Lauderdale hotel cost her more than $300, and the airline cannot get her to Boston, so it booked her on a United Airlines flight home tonight. Today, Spirit apologized to guests and team members for what it said were challenges stemming from weather, system outages, and staffing shortages. Adding to travel frustration, unruly passengers. 22-year-old Maxwell Berry arrested in Miami on Sunday after Frontier Airlines says he made inappropriate physical contact with staff and is seen on this video punching a flight attendant. He had to be restrained in his seat with tape. While in Austin, these American Airlines passengers went to blows before deplaning. The FAA reports more than 3,700 incidents of unruly passengers so far this year, mostly mask-related issues. The agency says it has launched more than 600 investigations as a result, with almost 100 referred for penalties. 
Now, here in Baltimore, Spirit has canceled more than 80% of its flights and insists those numbers will diminish in the days ahead as it rebuilds its schedule. But customers we've spoken with says communication from the airline has been poor. And apparently, it still needs to be said, Major, masks are still required on aircraft and at airports across the country. Errol Barnett with that helpful reminder. Thank you. Now to the Summer Olympics. The U.S. leads the medal count with 79. China is next with 70. History was made on the track and the wrestling mat. CBS's Jamie Yukas is in Tokyo with the latest. Team USA is racking up the medals in track and field. Sydney McLaughlin broke her own world record in the 400-meter hurdles, winning her first gold medal. In the men's 200-meter final, from Rice Lake, Wisconsin, Kenny Benarek won silver and Noah Lyles took the bronze. I got a personal best out of this race and, you know, a silver medal, and I'm just happy with my performance. Texan Tamira Mensah-Stock became the first black woman to win a gold medal in wrestling in an emotional victory. Now that I'm on the stage and I am a black woman on the Olympic stage and I have a gold medal... I want to be an inspiration to as many people as I can. Gold medal swimmer Katie Ledecky reflected on her win on CBS This Morning. We all worked an extra year for these games. I just tried to enjoy it and soak in every moment, and I felt like I did a pretty good job of that. It's been really a pretty wild week. Luis Rednovsky covers sports for the Wall Street Journal and says the Tokyo Olympics will be remembered for Simone Biles' message on mental health and her comeback. There have been some real highs. There have been some huge lows. It's been very exciting, just in a completely different way from the one that we were talking about. And proving sometimes sportsmanship comes before winning, skateboarding rivals shared hugs and wiped away tears from a disappointed Japanese athlete who missed a trick. Such a great moment. By the way, Rednoski says if Biles taught us anything, it is not to write her story before she's made a decision. And now the 24-year-old is saying she needs time to consider her future, not completely closing the door on the 2024 Paris Olympic Games. Major. Jamie Yukis, thank you. Tonight, there is no relief in sight from the devastating western drought. Thousands of farmers in northern California are being told they soon won't be allowed to draw water from nearby rivers. And wells are running dry in one of the state's top tourist towns. Here is CBS's Carter Evans. Picturesque views of the historic town of Mendocino make signs of the drought here a little harder to see. But many of the wells this town depends on are drying up. The Alegria Inn now pays to truck in water so guests can take a shower. Right now, it costs $600 for 3,500 gallons. And that lasts you about a week, you're saying? That's lasting us a week. To conserve, they douse flowers with dirty dishwater and bought lightweight sheets for guest beds. You can get more of them into a, one load of wash. And you can cut your water use significantly. Up the street at Cafe Beaujolais, the dining room's empty three nights a week to save water. Looks like about a half. So that'll get us through about two and a half days. Owner Julian Lopez pays about $3,600 a month for water delivery. Why don't you just get more water trucked in? So the, the problem with that is these towns on the coast are starting to shut off the sale of water. It's dire and it's only getting worse. Town groundwater manager Ryan Rhodes is considering bringing water by train. For now, the local high school is offering some of its reserves. How much can they provide? Not that much. That's the problem. They're only going to be able to provide one truckload a day. In Mendocino, conservation is key. 
Even waitresses are spreading the word. Only take what you're going to drink. And outside some businesses, porta-potties now replace closed restrooms to stop flushing away a precious resource. Most people across the United States cannot imagine a situation where they turn on the tap and no water comes out. Yeah, it's frightening. There's a scenario here where people will run out of water. Mendocino is counting on the tourist dollars that are now pouring in after the pandemic. The problem is how to handle so many people with so little water. Major? Carter Evans, thank you. This year, more than 100,000 Americans will be diagnosed with melanoma, the most serious form of skin cancer. But there is encouraging news tonight in the fight against skin cancer. CBS's Dr. John LaPook reports on a revolutionary way to screen for it. And you're going to stand it here. The future of skin cancer screening has arrived with this odd-shaped machine. So these are all cameras here? Yes, yeah, so a total of 92 cameras. They all shoot essentially simultaneously. Then, within minutes, a software program builds a 3D image of the patient's body in precise detail. Before the pandemic, Dr. Alan Halpern of Memorial Sloan Kettering showed us how. They can zoom in and zoom out. This is Amy Arswaga. This is Amy Arswaga rendered in three dimensions. For as long as she can remember, she has had hundreds of moles over her entire body, putting her at increased risk for melanoma. Conventional screenings took hours. Not wearing my clothes for four hours. It just wasn't uh, too keen on going back. Yeah. According to a recent study, during the pandemic, fewer skin cancer screenings may have meant delays in the diagnosis and treatment of nearly 20,000 melanomas. What we're trying to do is bring some of the very smarts that are rapidly finding their way into what we do for entertainment into clinical care. Some of those smarts include a special handheld microscope to probe under the skin and provide images at the cellular level. Just upload three different photos. And Google is testing a home screening app using artificial intelligence that allows users to upload photos and research their own skin conditions. We're bottom line trying to leverage technology to help do a better job to catch melanoma at the earliest possible stage, while at the same time avoiding a lot of unnecessary biopsies. A huge leap forward in the fight against this deadly disease. Dr. John LaPook, CBS News, New York. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. California's largest wildfire exploded in size overnight, forcing thousands more to evacuate. The Dixie Fire jumped perimeter lines and is expected to grow even bigger with hot, dry conditions forecast. It has already burned more than 400 square miles. The spread of the Delta variant has forced former President Barack Obama to scale back his birthday plans. He had invited hundreds of guests to Martha's Vineyard to celebrate his 60th birthday on Saturday. But now, 
most of the celebrities and former administration officials have been told to stay home. The party is now just for family and close friends. Pop star Rihanna can afford a few more diamonds tonight. Forbes magazine estimates the 33-year-old singer is worth $1.7 billion. Most of it comes from her 50% stake in the Fenty Beauty Cosmetics line. Rihanna is now the second richest female entertainer behind Oprah Winfrey. What a year it has been for Alephine Taliamuk. First, a new baby, and now she'll represent the United States in the Olympic marathon. Now, racing for 26.2 miles isn't easy. But it is nothing compared to the battle she had with the International Olympic Committee. Here is CBS's Janet Chamlian. Olympic marathoner Alephine Tuliamuk thought endurance running was as good as it gets. Until she gave birth this year to daughter Zoe. It's been the best six months of my life. But competing in Japan without Zoe looked like a reality after the IOC in March said COVID protocols would prevent breastfeeding moms from bringing their babies to the games. I couldn't imagine. I mean, thinking about it still makes me want to cry. An unimaginable decision. Leave her newborn behind or give up a lifelong dream. It was such a terrible choice to have to make. Eve. I decided not to go. What would I tell Zoe when she got older? Alephine appealed by letter to the IOC. Amid worldwide criticism of the decision, it was reversed in June. Women should be empowered to be mothers and pursue their careers. The 32-year-old says she's found strength in the juggle between new mom and elite world athlete. Hopeful it will someday inspire her daughter. Baby Zoe. Janet Shamley in CBS News, Flagstaff, Arizona. Tomorrow on the CBS Evening News, the pandemic is far from over. So what happens when economic safety nets are removed? If you can't watch us live, don't forget to set your DVR so you can watch us later. And that's tonight's edition of the CBS Evening News. For Nora O'Donnell, I'm Major Garrett in Washington. We'll see you tomorrow. Good night. If you like the CBS Evening News, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. Catch every episode of 60 Minutes, America's most-watched news magazine show, as a podcast. Hear in-depth investigations across politics, news, and entertainment on your schedule. Listen to 60 Minutes ad-free on Wondery Plus.